0: I was muted. Yaddle, yaddle, yaddle. How's my yodeling getting? Is it getting better? Yaddle, yaddle. I'm, I'm trying to practice here. Your... Um, anyways, I'm not good to. Anyways, yo, 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 yo. What up? What up? Good morning. Good morning. G M G M. Friday, September twenty second, twenty twenty three. Another beautiful day to have a beautiful day. One day until the end of summer. Well, officially right and then for fall. <laughs> the fall or was a cali and there was a cali i mean not so much of a fall i think uh you know if, if the sec is closed for business uh but anyways we'll, i'm sure we'll talk about that uh but anyways today on the show today today of course this show as usual is powered by kraken so if you go to rugg forward slash rug radio you know give your boys a bump big a boys a shout. I uh, can't wait to be with the team later uh, in October at F1. So it should be hella fun. But anyways, today's topics. Today's show topics. Are we headed to recession? Call of Duty rugs, Warzone. What? Hold on. Oh wow. Uh, Diamonds, Rolexes, wine, NFTs plunge. Wow. Everything's going to zero. There should be articles about that too. Base may token may be coming. Tech points tonight. What to expect? Stubbs redeem. But first. But first. But first. Mando, Cali. How are you guys doing today?
1: Beautiful. Friday, Friday in Lisbon. Another beautiful day in Lisbon. Uh, gonna
2: go uh, to the
0: beaches. <laughs> <laughs> this is a sponsored message from the Lisbon Tourist Board, right? Yeah, I swear to God, I'm starting to think he's sponsored by the London <laughs> uh, Tourist the Lisbon Tourism Board. They should. We've a, roll roll a background I'll deal just... <laughs>
3: somewhere.
0: You know what? I agree. They should. So we're gonna get the team on board on on that ASAP. Uh, we we <laughs> need to get we need to get the team on board with that. We need to them to contact the London Tourism Board. And while they're at it, maybe they can get me a, a speed visa or something. Say, listen, Farouk will also move there. Uh, so we have Farouk and Mando promoting.
1: I actually met, like, the unofficial mayor of Lisbon yesterday. What does what
0: unofficial do mean? Um, mean? Is that, like, a gang thing? I've all the parties and stuff like that, that he turns runs the like, city.
1: That's how he goes to my gym. I've been seeing him for, like, Two people go to my gym actually. One of them like owns all the restaurants here, and the other one is this unofficial mayor guy, like the big property developer out here. And I was just walking. We went for lunch a couple of days ago, and this guy's connected. Like he's the guy who walks down the street, and everyone like, it's like you know, uh, knows him like the Godfather. Um, yeah,
3: I was about to say like he's so he is a mafia boss. <laughs> oh, nice, <man. laughs> Let's he Let's
1: he, <laughs> he gets the buildings up. Let's put it that way. Um, so, uh, and we would, you know, maybe, maybe we'll get into business. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll be shilling some, some this Lisbon properties or whatever the fuck he's going to get me involved in. Um,
0: just, just get me in on a, just get me in on a, on a free apartment so I can move there. Okay. Uh, that's all I want. Uh, or exclude studio. This guy
1: worth like tens, hundreds of millions. Um, he, he had that look about him. You know what I mean?
0: I always wondered, yeah. I always wondered, like, why my family didn't think of like, getting richer earlier so i could just be born yeah. <laughs> like why Mine why too. didn't they buy when they were yeah like why why does like i don't know like hmm like why didn't they have the the hindsight to buy all the like the we have the same thing in montreal i feel like every city has that like one person that's known to own everything like there's the same oh, yeah. thing in montreal there's a lot of real estate developers and a lot of successful people but there's like one family that owns four thousand. Buildings and units in Montreal, the Sergakis family, right? But he also owns all the strip clubs, all the casinos, like all. Of, so he's like, yes. he's <laughs> like, he, yeah. It's a it's, it's, uh, Greek. And so, Greek. and there's another guy whose name is, um, anyways, he owns my squash club. You want to start naming people here on the show, but uh, also want to be able to b- go back to Montreal. Uh, <laughs> but you know, he owns the an entire Saint Laurent Street, which is a street known for nightclubs and everything. And for a moment, he was banned from. Uh, selling and buying more real estate than the government, wow. like it's crazy. <laughs> So there's, there's a bunch of stuff like that. I always wonder, like, what if we, you know? Turn, turns know, out, how...
1: the biggest land owner in Lisbon is actually the church. I didn't know that, until, until after speaking to this guy. But yeah, like the uh, Catholic Church owns a lot of Lisbon.
0: Same in Montreal.
3: So they, they they sell own, they're like the, the probably like the second or third biggest landholder globally, right? Like they're the third yeah. biggest landholder in UK and. It, traditionally it was a pretty big uh, power base yeah I often, love, think that, think that, I often think that like, maybe that's just like a great way to just like you know have a good life and just chill be like the head of like property for the catholic church in the what's it bank the, um,
1: the Vatican, bank. Vatican bank
0: yeah yo yeah, this I is sick go ahead sorry what's this
1: yeah, I don't no, know I just... if living in the Vatican is that cool, but I'm sure owning all the property cool. in this, but you live a good, pretty good, pretty
0: good life. The Catholic Church want to sponsor this show. I'm down. Like somebody I don't, told I don't... me, somebody told me that <laughs> they were looking for <laughs> NFT advisory. we will <laughs> pray for our backs to go up every. I will start the show with a prayer for NFTs to go on my backs to go up every day. You know, in nome del Dio, Dios del Padre, del Espiritu Santo, Amen. Right, so uh, we may lose some oh, of the out- audience. Awesome. <laughs> I'm down with
1: Google, up with the Pope. Let's, let's make it happen. Bunch of
0: <laughs> uh, anyways, yes, we're oh my god, this is bad. Anyways, uh, I was gonna say, Montreal, they, they it's this thing called the amphitheusis, which is when you can rent a building or land for 99 years and up, where you have the full rights of property and enjoyment on top of it. So in Montreal, the nuns, they rented all the buildings, everything. Like all of Montreal was owned by the nuns. And they pretty much rented most of that out for 99 years plus. So they built skyscrapers on top of them. So they don't make money at all from the skyscraper if it sells, buys, or the property. But they own the actual land of where the skyscrapers was built. And you get to rent it every 99 years. Fun things you learn in law school. Uh, So I guess it is worth it after all. Uh, But it's called – I had to Google in French the name. But it's MP. Mphytheusis. It's a Greek word, um, and yeah, it's complicated. But anyways, um, so one fun fun thing I, I I saw. So it's one of the Krasenstein's brothers shared that live video now is pushed on Twitter Spaces on X, and it is. So if you go check this out, this is new. If you go on Rug Radio's Twitter, and I go open live video now, and it's they push oh wow video now at the same place that they push Spaces at the top of the bar. Ah, uh, that's awesome. Like, if you go on your phone... Look at that. Look at this. This is... Look at that. It's pink now. It's us. And you do this. Yo, this is pretty cool. There we are. There we are. Here we are. Here we are, are. The team of shipping. Long Twitter, <laughs> long Twitter,
3: short
0: Google. Proof is live. Proof is live also from Marfa, it seems, with Snowfro. Great way for live events, by the way, Sims. I know you're watching. This is great. Uh, and it seems like Proof is live with Snowfro and whatnot. Uh, so you love to so we do a lot of live events like we're doing Zebu next month and we do a lot of that stuff. So consensus. Oh, it also, so the spaces on top of that. So you have the spaces and the video. Huh? I like. I like. Anyways, so <laughs> what, 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 we called this. I don't know if you guys saw the the updates from Twitter. They have a whole bunch of stuff coming. Linda yacarino like the CEO, like she shared all the stuff coming up. Like it's really becoming the super app, right? And I was talking about super apps in Asia when I was there, like Grab and. All the stuff people use out there so mm-hmm. i don't know anyways uh this is gonna probably be one of the biggest onboardings to crypto if those super apps get web3 integration and the west side in the west side of the world because like, it did on the other side of the world right everybody's got a wallet because of that you should polygon. but anyways all right so why don't we get started uh with uh, with what's happening in the market and mando are we headed into a recession what's happening with that big question
1: big question um, I guess, I guess there's two, two sides to this story. There was a very, um, <clears throat> Bill Ackman, who's a very well-known hedge fund manager, um, probably most well-known like during COVID as well. He put out a pretty bearish post, um, today if you type in Bill Ackman, you'll see it, but he basically goes into the idea that he thinks that bond yields are going to to go high. Inflation is going to continue to go higher. Oil is going to be pushing it. Um, and a lot of people have been saying this, you know, we're going to end up with some sort of doomsday scenario in uh next year uh, and uh, this is at a time when global debt is at um 300 trillion i think it was uh household debts the highest it's ever been in the u.s auto debts the highest it's ever been student loan debts the highest it's ever been credit card debts the highest it's ever been um debt is just out of control so high interest rates just mean that people firstly dip into their savings and then they run out of money so you start to see some some evidence of of uh, delinquencies go up particularly on in, in small banks and it's not looking good on that that front do i think we're going to head to a really bad recession what's interesting is saying is that the fed came out yesterday in amongst them being hawkish they basically said look we we don't even think there's going to be a recession anymore we're taking the word recession out of our guidance we just we think there's it's that low likelihood that it's going to be a recession Goldman Sachs have also been very, very keen in saying that there's going to be no recession. Um, Main bit of that is because there's been employment's going down. Uh, Sorry, unemployment is going down, or at least it's stayed very, very low for a long time. Um, And there are a couple of other signs that that, um, show that we're we're slightly bottoming in terms of. economic activity, retail sales, the consumer has been pretty strong over this whole period. The main worry has been this yield curve inversion as well that people have said, like that's one of the telltale signs that we're heading to a recession. That's like two-year interest rates are higher than 10-year interest rates. And that's been going on for a long time and that's one of the best predictions of a recession. Um, my gut, and maybe Kelly can come in here as well, but my gut is that we will not have a recession. Um, but I think we were probably in for... A decade of under um, underwhelming returns, just because of how high rates rates are right now. Um, and the reason why I don't think there's going to be a really bad recession is I don't see there being a credit crisis in the same way that it was in like previous recessions. Like the bank banking system, in my opinion, is in a better spot. Um, the higher credit spreads or junk bond credit spreads, what we, we used to trade, the, the tights of the year very in both Europe and in the US, it shows very little stress in terms of companies or in terms of banks. So the main stress here will be from the consumer um, and potentially from governments. I, I think that's going to happen. Like, it will probably be a period of less spending, but I don't think we're going to head to a, a recession. Um, so in that world, what happens to, like, markets? I think markets, um, the stock markets, obviously not reacting that well right now but i think medium medium term again it's just this period where i think stock market returns are not going to be that high um bond yields are suddenly now higher than equity yields the first time in 15 years so i do think you're probably going to get better returns in bonds than in, than in stocks right now but i don't think anything's going to be cataclysmic you're not going to get like these 60 70 percent drops in my opinion in in stocks like you saw during 08 um just because i don't think there's going to be a blow up in the in the credit systems and in, in the banking system. But, yeah, Cali, I mean, you have strong views about all this other stuff. What do you think?
3: <laughs> I'm definitely m- more pessimistic than Mando in, in general about everything, but also also about the economy. I, that's just, like, a British thing, isn't it, I think? Um... <laughs> I'm Portuguese well, now. He's, he, he's Portuguese yeah, Exactly, you're happy. <laughs> I
1: have a silly disposition <laughs> in
3: life. I'm
0: the Minister of Tourism <laughs> of Portugal.
3: <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, I think what's interesting, I think Mando is right. I think the stress is on the consumer. But the interesting thing is, like, all of this, all interest rates and all this stuff don't really matter that much. It's more about, like, the psychology of how people feel and whether they want to start a business, want to hire more people, want to buy more stuff. Like, interest rates affect that, but they're not the only input into that. And so if you have a couple of years where, like, stock returns underperform massively... Then I wonder, in such a crowded market, do people just say, "You know what? Fuck this," and just dump it? Um, and then that's when you get the massive drawdowns. It's not even because like the underperforming cash flows are like changed that much. It's just been yeah a few years into that decade of underperformance, and then people just get tired. And then you see these. It probably doesn't happen all at once. It's probably not like a hundred to forty drop. But then you see these multiple like ten, twenty percent drops. That's one. Situation, which I think psychology and like drawn out underperformance could materialize into like a severe underperformance over longer to medium term. I think the other thing which Ackman says in that tweet, which I really agree with, is that he, for the past 10, 20 years, we've had massive deflationary forces on pretty much every element of our lives. Everything is now made in China for like a tenth of the price that it was previously. Um, there's been like reasonably benign before COVID at least, the whole global economy and global like geopolitical structure was reasonably, reasonably benign and so it kept energy prices pretty low. It kept like, there wasn't that much disruption to the whole globalization machine um, and I think his view and my view is that that kind of is not going to be the same for the next 10 years and that's going to be inflationary. And so that's why you get this higher for longer narrative from as well.
0: So mm. which Bill Ackman tweet are you guys like agreeing with? Like, are you guys talking about the one where he said, call me crazy, but I think SBF may be telling the <laughs> truth. Or the tweet where Bill Ackman says, many have expressed surprise about my interest in FTX situation, blah, blah, blah. And my openness to possibly FTX Maybe telling the truth as I have no economic interest in a relationship, blah, blah, blah. So, I, wh- 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 which Bill At- Ackman are we talking yeah. about? At- Clearly, is just he's better.
1: For one thing and then doing another. And he's also famous for just like being wrong with certain things right. that no one ever remembers. It would so, be great look- if these
0: guys, kind of the big short guy, it would be right if they just didn't run their mouth when it comes to our industry and just kept doing their thing. At- uh, At- it
1: Ackman really At- during uh March of 2020, like when COVID was at or maybe it was April. He was, was raging. He went onto Bloomberg um or CNBC and was literally just saying everything's gonna end. The world is gonna end. Like um and then it turned out the next day that he had just been buying so much stuff that exact day. Um and because he was like, it's so bad that it's going to be good. So he has this, like, way of, I don't know, profiting by maybe doing the, the exact I've
0: heard of somebody it. else say, it's so bad, it's good. I've heard someone. is that where you take it from? Did you take it from Bill Ackman?
1: Yeah, Jose yeah. <laughs> said in the chat, was CNBC, he said the world is o- over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it quite a famous thing that he did. So, like, oh, he's I'm known so for doing much. this. Like, these are the sort of things, and he might, today, he might just go really, like, Long, um, instead of being short, so it's um, it's uh, he, you have to kind of re between these people.
3: He makes money though. I'm, He's been making money. Uh,
0: that tweet, yeah. tweet was. I'm sure. I just, I just will never forget this. Like that was literally the day that SBF destroyed everyone's lives. Like during the what tweet? That was literally he in was the. Probably thick short sold
1: during this period. He was probably short Solana.
0: <laughs> he probably was. He's, <laughs> Wait, this guy's notoriously famous for counter-trading his, what he says on TV. Like, he has this opportunity in front of 300 million Americans to send the market down says the world is over and he's not even short. Like,
1: Yeah, he, he was just piling
0: it down.
3: He was short. He was short at some point, though.
0: Okay. Yeah,
3: early. That,
1: and then you, and you, that he just, exact day, he just bought everything. He
3: <laughs> <you> just
1: needed <laughs> everything. Like, oh, he just bought it all. Oh, um, Billy.
0: I mean, he it coked over time, right? Because then everything eventually recovered, but... That's uh wow. Oh Billy. Billy, Billy. All right. Looking well, I I today, I, today
1: yeah. the Dow, the Dow Jones, is actually kind of flat for the year. The Russell, which is the top thousand stock, is, is flat for the year. The only reason the S P and the uh NASDAQ are higher are because of these AI stocks. Which isn't isn't just like a US wow. phenomenon. The US the US like standard company hasn't really had that great a year. Like we kind of have been in a bit of a terrible year for stock market returns and I think I think we could see a period here of just like subdued stock market returns for the next five years which I I agree with what Cali was saying there like you could have this sort of period where it doesn't go down 60% but it just like it's almost flattish or like certain companies usually work on AI and tech but the rest of the rest of the stocks just don't really do that well
0: well I guess uh, don't buy stocks buy meme coins Uh, this is non-financial advice
1: Okay, um, he's having a day.
0: Pepe's having his day. Yeah, let's let's quickly go over the market. Like the market seems to get somewhat of uh something. I, I don't feel anything with Pepe anymore because it's just like I'm down so horrendous that like you <laughs> can get me back to like that decimal to feel anything. But hey, I'll take it, man. Small wins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's back. We're, are we are we so fucking back or not yet? We're, We're not so saying we are right? so fucking not back. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa.
1: Whoa!
3: Get off
1: the show. Dude, who the I'm f- just saying, man. man. <laughs> um, yeah, like the, stomach, the, the crypto's done okay. It's like it's back to kind of where it was yesterday during the show. At least it dipped and then it's come back to it's almost higher. unchanged. Um, yeah. I, I, what I said today in my French chat was that if you didn't sell yesterday, I don't know why you're selling today. Like, nice <laughs> it seems very, very silly. Like yesterday was peak. The uh, stocks were down the most they've been down in six months. Bond yields were hitting the record in 15 years. You didn't sell yesterday. I don't know what's freaking you out today to sell, sell crypto. Yeah. So I kind of felt like we were going to edge a little bit higher. And that's kind of what mm-hmm. we do. I don't know where we go medium term, but to today just didn't seem the day that we were going to puke, given how bad yesterday felt. Um, I'm always scared so, of yeah. weekends.
0: I'm always scared of weekends. It's yeah,
1: we come, down, come down slightly as well, so... Slightly right. better day in the markets. Um, no real massive movers, uh, from what I could see.
0: All right. Well, we'll move forward from that and see what happens in the market after the weekend on Monday morning. So topic number two, which is actually a gaming topic, it's pretty fun. So Call of Duty. It looks like you know they've uh, they've rugged Warzone. I mean, see, like see gamers, you don't only get rugged in Web3 gaming. Okay, like this happens everywhere. <laughs> Even on your home, home turf. So I'm quoting a, a tweet from uh, from Spike. Spike reacts uh, The biggest theft in gaming is happening today. Ooh, where's that? Do we have a ooh button? But, anyways, uh, Call of Duty Warzone 1 is shutting down and players won't be able to transfer their original Warzone skins to Warzone 2. Ha! Gotcha! You see why NFTs come into play here? Billions of dollars worth of in-game items are being taken away. This is why, of the main reasons why we need Web3 Gaming. I mean, that's absolutely crazy. I'm actually, uh, I'm going to go to you, Mando, and get your thoughts. But I'm, I'm going to bring Sims on stage, too, our, our, the producer of our morning show, because your, your background's in gaming, but Mando, if that's not a use case for Web3 Gaming, I've never seen a best better use case since the beginning of Web3 Gaming.
1: <laughs> so I agree with this guy, and I don't agree with him at the same time. I think I think it's um, I think it is it does show the, the idea that if you have NFTs, you can trade in and out of them while the game is still active. Um, there is it, like towards the end of a game, there's very few players playing it. There's a reason why they close down. This is just Warzone One, right? Um, I still think there's a lot of people playing Warzone One, right? There's still enough, but clearly not like peak. It's not peak amounts of like it's not like it, game game users normally go up parabolic course, and then they slow. yeah, yeah. yeah um and anyway like so i think nft technology is great for that as the game dwindles but i don't know if nfts really really would fix this totally because they i mean if they did this even with a web3 game and they discontinued the game your asset you can't really use the assets anyway unless they were interoperable with the next version of the game and that's not always the case so i think nfts improve during the life of a game they improve the trades of it I still think NFTs leave you vulnerable even to this sort of a rug, where the game gets discontinued. Unless they are seen as some sort of like collectible item that like everyone remembers and it was great from the game. Yeah. But the the utility think- of these games will die when the game developer decides to stop having them. And that will happen in web two and web three. They'll only the NFT would only last as some form of a of a um I don't know, as a trophy, let's say, which people might want to have, but the utility I think the utility still does die i don't know what you think sims
2: i mean there's there's two sides to this and you can play devil's advocate um kind of in the way that you're going with it like there's there's the one side which is good and bad everyone's like oh yeah this is why we fucking need nfts but in the in the previous side to that it's one of the reasons why gamers hate nfts it's like you need them you you have to have nfts they're the future and just ramming them down the throats and we've had years of snake oil salesman who've never actually been in gaming just continues to tell them people that they have to have nfts um, otherwise gaming is going to die so there is that side to it and it's understandable why you know a topic like this has, has kind of rattled some cages and made some noise within our ecosystem of crypto it's like yeah this is what nfts do it saves you from this but then there's the other side of it where it's like you know was i gutted back when halo 2 and halo 3 died and they shut down the servers of course i was mm-hmm. but was i pissed that I lost all the extensions, all the battle passes, all all the packs, all the stuff that I bought. Skins weren't around them, but you still paid for map packs, for example. I won't piss that I lost them because it's a new game, right? It's shutting down. Warzone 2.0 is out. They're going to be looking forward to building that up and introducing new things. And if there's anything that we know about Call of Duty, they they launch and flip a new game every single year. That that fucking franchise absolutely prints money, but they flip-flop between developers. It could be Sledgehammer one time, Infinity War the next. It could literally be that the the tech, the skins that they've made there, are not compatible with the the next engine, or it, if it's a different developer, they might have not, may not have a license to actually move those skins over to the next thing. What they have done is, and it's not a complete, you know, disaster. The game itself still stays alive. Warzone was a free to play game. Remember, that's it. It's a it's an add on. It's an extra that that you get. Essentially, you don't even have to buy the game. I don't believe you could just download it. It's on standalone thing, but. The skins will still be available. I think it's Modern Warfare, Cold War, and Vanguard. They still have all their multiplayer servers online. Warzone became so big of a free thing, it had to disconnect from the game. It was phenomenal. Like I think at one point, it, like the, the, the player base that it had was infinitesimal. It was massive. It did so much for the Call of Duty franchise. It had to become its own thing, and, and that's good. And Warzone 2.0 is just as good, but can you continue to run a redundant product? No, not really. The the skins were there, and you purchased them. Yes, you are going to lose them. You can't carry them over, but fucking such is life, you know. You it's a a new game's going to come along. I I get people will be upset that they can't carry the skins across, and I also understand this is going to be a very loud noise for people to say. Now's the time of NFTs. This is what they do. But look, if it's not compatible or it's a different developer, it's tough shit. And what what can you do about it?
3: I think it's an Sorry. advert for interoperability rather than NFTs. Like, NFTs don't solve this issue. Interoperability solves this issue. Like, even if you own the NFTs and you own the skins, you're ultimately still short the option to the developer as to whether they want them to be interoperable or not. But I think with NFTs, at least you have an idea if they're going to be interoperable before you buy them. So maybe there's, there is an argument that, like, it's a bigger part of the ethos and you know you have put more perfect information going into the, the thing um it's not great if you're the video game developer obviously you want to zero everybody's skins because then they buy more skins so there's definitely like a, a power imbalance and the like it's not three three let's put it that way it's, it's this, zero this three is the
1: exact, this is the exact scenario that caused ethereum to be developed do you, do you know this story vitalik got uh, rugged on warcraft
2: was it is it's it truthful second-
1: He's gone back and forth on whether this was true, yeah. but he said, that he "I think it's true. I think it's
0: true." Ask him.
1: And that and that he got so pissed about that that he wanted to create a uh, like a decentralized ownership model, and that's that led him into blockchain, led him to Bitcoin, led him into ETH. So I mean, maybe so we, uh, th-
2: in the after-
1: <laughs> this Call of Duty situation, we get maybe. another the talent coming through
2: and changing the world.
0: Let's the go! I mean, we're going to get it. The Blizzard, to be that... fair, has
2: done me over multiple times, so I can somewhat <laughs> kind of side with them on that. But it, you know, whether or not NFTs do fix this, you look at CS2. Counter Strike is by far one of the biggest games in the world, if not the biggest game in the world. Right? It, it's it's huge, and their skin ecosystem is by far probably the the most robust on the market. Skin gambling skin trading skin selling the skins can go uh, we've seen them more recently again this when they start becoming in the nft crowd oh they're over a hundred thousand dollars this is what digital collectibles are they're transferable to the next game now valve obviously owns the engine owns the games so it's, it's a piece of piss for them to move it across but they're not using nft technology so the technology doesn't it doesn't necessarily save it so to speak if they can move it to the next game so can anybody else with enough money yeah
0: that the, makes sense
3: the probably. other thing the other thing I think is one last thing about like yeah, distributed ownership is that I think with Web three and NFTs and an ETH, I guess, um, like players could own the game and the servers and choose whether or not to switch it off, which I think is appealing to like hardcore players like of Call of Duty two on Wii, who still fucking there's like thirty guys who play that and maybe they would want to keep playing it rather than like. Yes, exactly. I was one of those thirty guys.
0: On- People <laughs> play Call of Duty on the Wii. I that, was that was too specific. I mean, it was
1: just, just- too specific
3: a
0: reference. That was <laughs> I love that <laughs> reference. I, I think it's Sam's all- gone.
3: No, no, no. So, like, if you can own the game, and then you can decide what to do with the servers, yeah. and you can decide what to switch it off. And uh, I think that's way more interesting than you know just getting told what to do by some some dude at. Um, at Modern Warfare five or seven or ten assets.
0: or whatever. Yeah, I don't care if they're going to be worth a lot or not. I think owning the assets important. Like one thing I like about Fortnite, is like the season moves on, maps changes. Even if they make changes, I still have all my 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 inventory. Like I don't lose my my skins and whatnot. But I'm bothered right now that my brother had the season two John Wick outfit and an account that we don't have. And when I made a new account, I don't have the season two OG John Wick Fortnite asset. Like, genuinely, I'm like, fuck, because to me, that's like, OG, like, Fortnite becoming what it is today, you could argue that season one skins are worth something. You could argue, right? I'm not saying. So, and people were signing their accounts. So, that, that John Wick one, I mean, John Wick's a legend, right? So, I don't know. It's just things like that. So, I, I find it super I interesting. Agree. but look- it's good that we got Sims uh, on the show here to t- give us his two cents. Just Sims. We're gonna need subtitles, right? Because the northern, I think that the I think people just got used to Mando, Cows, and uh, and Ovi, but you know now we got Sims on, so we got the heavier Brits uh, on the, the show today. <laughs> yeah, we're, guys, I I'm about to I'm about to become a whole fish and chip myself. <laughs> you know, so it's <laughs> I actually can't wait. Oh my god, it would be fun. But yeah, I think uh, I think I think that kind of like closes it for this. But I was reading some other articles. It seems like people are happy about the move, like the actual gamers, because Warzone on the map Caldera apparently was like not good and blah blah blah. And like you have modern warfare and everything. But look, it's just another example that you could not potentially not use those assets, if there was some technology. It's not that it has to have a Ponzi or Tokenomics attached to it. Just like, anyways, uh, I wish I was there that week that you guys talked gaming with the whole guy that was angry at like the near protocol thing. Anyways, that was, that was probably a really funny topic. Anyways, alright, well, let's go, into, let's go into topic number three. Thank you very much, Mr. Sims, aka The Sims. Make sure you follow Sims because, you know, he knows his gaming. That's, that's our guy at Rug Radio when it comes to gaming that knows everything in and out. Okay? He was like the us of the ESL in the Halo days. Okay, the guy gets stopped in the street still about that. So make um, <laughs> sure you follow Sam's. You find more gaming tags. Thanks, tech Sam's. And so next topic here. Yesterday, man, though, you brought up the topic of our NFTs or like or most of the NFTs being down 95%. But look, it looks like this extends beyond uh, the NFTs, right? And to the you know di- to collectibles in general. Diamonds down 40. Rolex is down 15. Wine down 9%. So what's happening? What 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 what's what's Everyone's going on in the collectibles? Broke.
1: I mean, the, over the course of the last five years, all these assets are up a lot. Um, but this has been a really tough year. This has been a really tough year if you're in the, if you're in the collectible business. It kind of peaked first quarter 2022, so exactly when NFTs basically peaked. And then it's been kind of down only since. So you've seen the product what? down between 15 to 20%. You've seen the diamond market down about 40%. There is some there's something about supply there on diamonds, so it's a bit more extenuated. Wine um, and spirits is down about 9%. Over that period, classic cars are down about 9 uh, to 10%. The only real one that's done okay is whiskey, whiskey investing, if you're involved in that. But it's been a very, um, it's been a very, there's a, there's a, who does the report? There's a very famous report which is done in the UK, which like looks over people. No, that. no mm-hmm. it's done by, um, it's like Coots or someone like that. But um, it's uh, it, Savills. I think Savills do it or Knight Frank. Knight Frank do it. Night Frank, the Night Frank luxury report. They do a really good report on it all, but um, it's just been a really bad period for collectibles. Some money's come out of the system after a very, very froth- frothy period, so um, you can get good deals kind of across the board for some of these for some of these assets at the moment. Um, and that's kind of the same with NFTs. Like it's not just been in NFTs. Ob- obviously, NFTs had the most parabolic run up of those collectibles, and then they came down the hardest. But the uh, the uh, collectibles just across the border down. So if you're looking to invest, and I actually think they're they're, they're now okay. I like collectibles as an investment, medium to long term. Like they're like, they're just good investments, in my opinion. But um, they had a really crazy run up. So it seems like people would have been wrecked at the top, or not wrecked, but they're down. Yeah. Um, and these things will have value. I mean, we know these things will have value over the next fifty, you know, fifty years. So in a world of high inflation as well, like, these are the sort of things you want to own. So, it's is just, this just
3: like, like, is this just, everything is like, rates correlation here? Or like, why are these actually falling, do you think?
1: People dipping into their savings, like, the the the, the dent on US savings, actually across yeah. the world, the savings is the highest it's been since uh, 07, 08. It's insane. Like, everyone saved up, and I don't know about everyone else felt like this, everyone saved a lot of money during COVID. Like, everyone's savings went crazy not only was the government giving you money but generally people were saving a lot of money so savings kind of peaked after covid we spent a lot of money went into these sort of like uh these sort of collectible assets and then since then savings have gone down massively it's been the biggest dent to saving and now we're kind of at that point which is what i just said this is why credit card debt's going up is that you get into the stage where people actually can't they've dented their savings so much that they're having to now borrow against it and that's why people are getting more scared about the the economy in general so,
0: um,
3: so people are selling these mean, assets <laughs> to raise cash, basically. It's probably exactly.
0: because crypto is yeah. down there. Rolexes are down, though, let's be honest. Um, That's definitely definitely the incremental
1: buyer. Crypto is very linked to this sort of stuff as well, right?
0: Like, no, just, crypto, so literally, like, when we went to $800, there was a direct correlation on the massive price of Rolex specifically going down. And I remember reading about that when, so, and, and so this website I was just sharing something, um cali was showing me before subdial.com which gives you pretty much the bloomberg subdial watch index which has down 14.7 percent over the last four months it's a really good one um you know buy when others are fearful right uh i cannot believe we're spending 10 rolexes on nfts in the last bull market i think i'm gonna go throw up while you guys talk in the next thing i swear to god i paid $142,000 for world of woman once like this is crazy i could have bought i could have bought a platinum daytona could have bought what else i mean the Don't price of, of community- Rolex. Shut up, Callie. Okay. Uh, and I'm just, I'm eating that example, but Moonbird, same thing. Like, it's like, you're looking at that because you were talking about these prices are going to go up. Like, while a lot of these NFT projects are not going to come back, there's some hard assets that you know always come back. You know Rolex is no longer producing the Hulk. The Hulk is the iconic green dial, green um, um, bezel um, Rolex. They, they, they're they not making it. They're not going to come like an NFT founder saying, oh, we're releasing it again. That's what NFT efforts <laughs> Right? Rolex will never do it because it's a thing of trust. You and I were talking about this, Callie, right before coming on uh in the back and in, in the studio. And it's like Patek, like you know Nautilus, you know, an Aquanaut, certain, certain like a 5712R, that thing's always gonna be worth hundred something. It could be worth 100 one day, maybe it could be worth 180 in a bull market, but it's gonna come back most most like unless you get a mega ultra recession type event, right? But it's probably these assets recover before NFT. So I think I'll be looking at those assets recovering before even NFTs. Now you bring this up. Cause, I, I, was I, mean,
1: Callie, I was showing Cali expensive wine yesterday from a broker, okay. and he, he, he backbid oh, me 10%. Well, hang on, hang, he on, say, going hang on. He thinks we're going send to
0: we'll Send it to me. Send it to Cali. Send it to me. Send it to me. The you problem want, with me want, is a, it, a, I'm going to drink. Romani Conti, you want some DRC? Yo, been, bro, if you give me that, I'm going to drink it. And I've always wanted to try DRC. I've never tried. I think I was saying – actually, I was saying Danny actually, last night. 66, like if I drink a DRC.
1: 2006.
0: I think I would cry while I'm drinking it. I think I would cry while I'm drinking it. Like I'd have tears coming out of my face. Like, is, like the first time I saw Andrea Bocelli in concert, I started crying when he like walked on stage. I don't even know why. Like he just he didn't even sing. Like he walked, I cried. Like it's like I saw Jesus walk on water. Some of this shit.
1: like insane champagne, is all down 25%. Some of it's down a lot. Hang on. Hang of- on Dude, hang I, on. Let,
0: me- <laughs> let me. no, no, no <laughs> Charlie, you're no longer part of this conversation with wine. No, they're sending it the to me. DRC Send me the deal flow.
1: Down 25%, <laughs> but Callie just didn't want it. Just didn't
0: want it. Another report. I wanted a scalp. All of Cal's scalp is our own. <laughs> <laughs> I love the disclaimer. What's up, Callie? Tell me. Tell me, how are you feeling?
3: I wanted a scalp. I wanted a, I wanted a 30% distressed sale that I could then flip for serious profit. Mando shows me this DRC Magnum case down 2%. Oh, okay. I mean... Two percent, but it's down, not it's even down break
0: it,
1: a break it. Then it was down another two percent on the uh, to buy it.
0: I, I, I showed the guy with? level. Who
1: knows if he comes back and hits me? But I showed the guy level.
0: I'll hit you. I will oh, I'll no. hit you. I We're will right hit here. anything you let me. Then I'll hit you. <laughs> no, Am I might right? Can you hear me? The
1: internet's coming in now. The internet's coming out. Be
0: right back.
3: I think, I think um, one last thing on the Rolexes and the collectibles market, I think the great thing about them is that people actually want them. Like, they're not 100% speculative assets. There's, like, a base level of value where, like, you know, people always look at a classic car, like whatever it is, like a a yeah, classic Corvette. People think, yeah, that's cool. And so there's a base floor price level there, which is comforting. Not a monthly effect, to be clear not a monkey jpeg i think that's similar to punks
0: actually right like people punks is the best example
1: i don't want to hear this <laughs> cali's a punk maxi he doesn't know more but he's an absolute
0: yeah <laughs> he, 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 at least he has a brain in between that thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've got the brain tray
1: anyone yeah, anyone yeah. wants to buy some drc hit me up i've got the guy <laughs>
0: Honestly, I'm gonna to talk to Daniel about this because we were talking about one last night. As we were putting a wonderful Tignanello 2019. Two, actually, two of them. My favorite Super Tuscan. Um, and uh, and it's um, you know, it's, I think.
1: Yeah, Italian wine is not down that much. I had a call with because I, I invest in wine, so I had a call with the guy, and the guy sounded so shaken up. I was like, hold on, you sound so scared. I should be putting more money in. And then, uh, and then he, proceeds uh, just showed me like two percent. His
0: asset is down two percent. It's down ninety nine percent. I was
1: like, you didn't really sound like that when we spoke. So, um, but yeah. I
0: used to trade. I used to trade
3: exotic derivatives. Like, call me back when they're down eighty percent, and then you should be scared. Like, that's effectively what I told him. Like, Dude, this My. This is not distress. Back.
0: Honestly, it's crazy. I get when I look at these real life assets, like the real life, sorry, everything's real life, but like the trad art even, and I look at how much money I spent on the randomest like picture of an animal online. I'm like, I could own so much sick trad art. I probably had a Picasso. Or, like, yeah. I don't like one well, of the cheaper ones, right? Yeah, or, like, actually, a lot you, of you can get it well, for yeah.
1: Cheap,
0: no I yeah, went, you, to, I mean, I went you, to the I went to at DRC for 65
1: grand. grand. What, what was that during oh, the bull market? That was like wait, half
0: a movie for like, <laughs> wait, hold on, 65 kids for a bottle or for the whole set? Oh, Three, Mac- for,
1: Three,
0: Three magnums. magnums. That sounds cheap because you know how much they sell DRCs at restaurants for, and then it's the restaurant markup. Yeah, but but Joe, we sell it to the restaurants. We could like, start a restaurant and then sell the three
3: magnums and then close the restaurant down. That's
0: what <laughs> yeah. all about shout. DRC is like a regular bottle that goes for like twelve to seventeen k minimum at a restaurant, and that's you're talking twenty sixteen. I know,
1: I know, I know. There's money to be made. No, no.
0: Okay, do we, <laughs> why don't we? Why
1: don't we start? to be involved in.
0: Like, why don't we start a little yeah. watch in Washington? well? There's no tax.
1: Well, at least Ryan. That's am. not true.
0: We're having a well, meeting. There
1: he is even where you where are you pal.
3: are if you sell I'm that sending, a restaurant there's tax
1: oh if you sell that restaurant there's tax
0: oh yeah i'm i'm restaurant sending it's
3: the only exit here we know this
0: <laughs> it's fine we're gonna start a restaurant when we're rich and like we're right down to lose money on something like there's gonna be a time in my life where i'm gonna own a restaurant because i'm old i want to have everyone gathered around me and stuff like i'm gonna own a restaurant once in my life for sure that
3: peak, that's peak mental health finesse and if you don't like it i'm sorry
0: I'm gonna, I'm really? gonna hold a restaurant in the south of Italy and I'm gonna, exactly, I'm gonna die on that land and my kids will put their ashes out there and, and that's it. You in know? the food. That's, in the, you know, that, in the food. In the food. <laughs> <We> <laughs> <Not them. laughs> Anyways. So, all right. All right. So that's enough with, 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 with assets. But look, I, I think it is a good time for, for, uh, for, um for, to get new assets. But anyways, we're gonna speed things up. So let's base is a base token gonna come obviously a lot of speculation here right when there's when there's a new chain that pops up you know what comes next you saw people like at the Arbitrum airdrop blah 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 you know on chain summer was kind of successful on the base side for now uh though i saw mando officially put an end to on chain summer earlier today in a tweet uh, or a reply or whatnot <laughs> we do have jesse polak the ceo of base coming on next wednesday so stay tuned for that that's gonna be a Big episode, a big guess. But we have Base, uh, some rumors about the token stuff. So will Base ever have a token? Not something we've ruled out entirely, says Coinbase's Paul Grewell, Coinbase's chief legal officer in a talk to Decrypt, uh, Andre Bigansky shot Decrypt, about recent Uniswap court ruling, tokenizing its Base L2, and the company's own battle for clearer regulations in the US. So let me ask you, boys. I mean, Mando, do you think that we will see a Base token in uh, in within a year,
1: within a year, a year. I'm gonna do a, like a Bloomberg thing within a year. I think like 60 70% with like <laughs> in its lifetime 100 100%. Like hundred percent there's it's no 99. way, they're literally, no way they're gonna do this.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I'd give it like I'd give the 70% like a six month mark and I give it your 99% just because I think they're gonna cook by the by by the bull, and it's gonna be like <laughs> friend tech base and everything at the same time.
1: Yeah, look, I think um, I think being involved in uh, in FrenTech, this is. Th- I mean, we can get into the next topic as well, which is like what's happening at the moment. But it does feel as though there are some competitors on other chains. Like this story came out, and I feel like yeah, people are now just gonna gonna be on FrenTech, aren't they? Like um, if there's some awesome, like if there's like a double airdrop coming now, mm. then then. I think people could really because
0: you're transacting on base like every fintech, every single fintech yeah. transaction that you make you're transacting on that blockchain right you could literally go on base uh scan that i or whatever uh you never have to connect your wallets to these by the way so just heads up but um you you can see all the transactions buy and sell of, a, of someone's like coin or key or whatever so we are transacting on there that's why one of the reasons i was saying just Move some money to base just in case there's an airdrop at some point because Arbitrum ended up giving people like $1,200 a, t- a pop, right? If you used the air, you used it, right? And so that's something I regretted because I know people that just like farm the shit out of that nice little 30, 40, 50k check. In a bull market, these airdrops are worth a lot of money. C S O S C E N S C. rare, it wasn't rare, sorry, it was Looks. So those three that cooked very uh, hard in the in bull market. So I think it would be it would be pretty uh it would be something that we'd see. Uh, on there so look it hasn't been ruled out by paul grow it seems like it's also a big month for coinbase what's that with the sec potential uh dismissal decision that could come in october is that is that some that's something that's all right
1: yeah 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 i put them there's october could be a big month in 10 days section, get the, close. yeah but i think the etf the ETF actually just needs to be rejected rather than accepted so yeah the sec uh Either has to reject the ETH futures ETF or let it happen. They have the, they either have to reject the Bitcoin one or they have, um, yeah, then you're going to get the Coinbase potential dismissal. Like if Coinbase uh, gets it thrown that case thrown out, like that's really bullish for alts, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens.
0: I'm so bullish on Paul Grewell, by the way. That's one of my fa- I, I. How many times I shot him out on the show so far? He's got to come at this stage. But uh it's uh he's the chief legal officer i love his updates weekly on like the coinbase legal case it gets the SEC. i love his threads i love how he's like being super transparent pressing in dc i mean do you follow him cows because that's that's someone i really appreciate also what do you think are we getting a base token within year or what
3: 100 percent. like nobody the uh, the initial announcement was like we have no plans to issue a token and then like whatever two months later it's like oh yeah it could be doing a token nobody can <laughs> nobody can resist the the value creation shall we say of of a token which can be hundreds of millions um and the and the chain activity that it that it um incentivizes right but i 100 percent agree with you on he's a great follower in the space and it's just nice seeing somebody dismantle the sec in real time with like clear thought out logic uh i've said this before but i think the sec picked like literally the worst uh, counterparty for like a fight basically in in uh, coinbase like their business model is probably the most like rigorous and closest to what is what can be considered kind of like regulatorily approved given there's no rules out of any company they have a ton of money so they and a ton of really smart lawyers including ex regulators like it's just a stupid fight to pick um and yeah I think that I, I said it when the case got brought and i say no I, I think there's like very 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 little chance of the sec winning this like like I, so
0: small i definitely agree and then speaking of base speaking of friend Tech, i mean that was kind of going to become the the last topic of the day it's friday it's points day is <laughs> the reason why we're still on friend Tech day <laughs> <laughs> are you guys
3: in are you guys in chats that are active like I'm trying to drum up activity and Mando's chat is active. Other people's chat. Mando didn't very, let it in his chat.
0: This is extremely <laughs> active on.
1: Let me text. not let you in my chat. There's one way to get into my chat. It's not like I have some fucking back door <laughs> that you can get
0: in. Yo, Mando takes <laughs> that very personally, too, by the way, Cali. I've seen him shame uh, Ovi to death and sometimes give him a death stare. So Ovi you got owned it. Owned and
3: then sold.
0: <gasps>
1: no, Ovi's, Ovi's kept all his chats. Ovi's kept all his
0: chats. Very oh, good, good, good. First it's of all, it's easy. investigation. Uh, but uh, but anyway, so today is the big points day. Listen, I'm so confused about what happens with points, but if you go to YouTube on this very channel, Wrecked Radio's last episode was Captain Levi. And he's like he's the guy. He's him, he's Mr. Friend Tech, right? So I'm sure he broke it down, but what well, what are we expecting here, uh, Mando today? I saw this blur farmer joined, of course crushed it right away. But well, uh what blur do blur we
1: joined, bought up his own bought up his own shares and then um then sold the shares. Them. And then now it's like sitting there profit-free. I didn't really know who this guy was, but he was like the biggest blur farmer. I was surprised at how many people wanted to be in the same chat as blur farmers, uh, just because I thought they'd all lost loads of money. But um, it does feel as though that is the narrative taking over. You want to be inside their crew because they have tons of liquidity that they're bringing on. Uh, and he, he bridged 500, 500 ETH. This is the sort of thing, like if you start talking about airdrops, on base as well, people people will just start putting.
0: He's gonna be farming the shit out of us on farm. Yeah, we're exactly. gonna be, you're gonna become like, you're gonna get pumped and dumped by the blur farmers, on FrenTech. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yesterday we
1: were talking about the security worries of it. Today we're saying like, just fucking put as much in as possible. I, I, there's probably a healthy medium there where like, don't don't just throw all your stack into FrenTech or even put it on the on uh on um well, on salt,
0: like, so, like, everything. In crypto right i think at this stage our audience that is still there it means you're all DJs, i understand this but for the newcomers like you know this is all stuff that you have to be careful with and there's always security risk and i feel like it's been a while but in case of an investigation by any federal entity or similar i do not have any involvement with this group or with the people in it i do not know how i'm here probably added by a third party i do not I support any actions of this group I have it. I have it on speed dial at all times. I say again. that all the time. Yeah.
3: Um, what is—is is this just going to make Tech like another pointless farming exercise? Like if all the blue airdrop farmers come to I was scared about that. I was scared about that. Now, like, I don't know. It just—I <laughs> want somebody to come up with an airdrop mechanic that encourages actual usage, maybe, and not just like pointless farming. Um, I'm hoping I hoping that, that would be valuable maybe I should create an airdrop incentive for somebody to create that airdrop incentive
0: do it, send it to Racer yeah. uh, I hope that's not, I was thinking about this today Amanda. I kind of want to ask you and then we can you know, kind of go off with our Fridays and our weekends here but I think I so, think so much about Takey's tweet and he, I know he was a Rec Radio guest as well, that's why I, I followed him saying the day you get bored on Frentech and he's not trying to hate he's like the day you get bored is the day a lot of people also start getting bored Friend of mine, they got bored right away. Not a big audience. So I could understand why he's like, doesn't see the thing. Look, I'm trying to keep my chat entertained, but I'm a project founder. Like, I, I barely have time to do 3 3 stuff, though I try. Barely have time to talk to them because I have a 17 person team to talk to, plus, organize this show with you guys, plus, doing so much stuff. Plus, at some point, I kind sh- of want to have my own life. And on top of that, I have to keep up with making them happy, but I have to make holders happy and I have to run a company and I have to make. <clears throat> My family, like people around me, have it's like at what point is it like do you do you want to keep sustained? And then I think, well, why am I asking all these people? Like we had an exercise on my front tech chat, which was like, give us your bio so we can maybe connect with one another. Cause I think the power of a chat is that it is a small chat and group of individuals. So it's a power of its network, right? And so if I can make everybody network with them, that's the utility of front tech. And maybe if I share, but I'm not an alpha caller. I don't call trades like you do here and there. I don't add that value. And no matter how much I three, three, you three three has a finite limit to how much it's going to work at some point and you're already starting to see it like not work as much so i'm just thinking like at what point does that end right and what will they need to do to make to keep that going
1: yeah look i think um if i look at the top accounts now and i look at it i would say when i first joined frentech i i you kind of knew all the top accounts yes. now i look at it and it's probably 40 30 percent and they're being outcompeted competed by people that I do not know. And part of that was a 3-3. And part of that is this um, like blur farmers like pumping each other because they realize it's like an airdrop game.
0: Or rich ads just buying their own thing to Valhalla just for ego. Exactly. Like those, that yeah. as
1: well. so, so you look at the top accounts, it's not going to be there. I still think the platform can work, but the, the top accounts will increasingly not be um, content driven or access driven that is a worry for me for the platform because but at the same time we had levi on the show on radio on on wednesday and he actually played like a very bullish view for for tech. he's like look i think this is like revolutionary in terms of access for people a lot of people have tried this it hasn't worked yet it's a little bit expensive but like this could be very very big um giving people access i think that is a that is a medium to, i've said that since the start like this isn't your yes. regular ponzi the blur airdrop farmers might make it feel like that, which is a detriment to the whole platform. But I think there is real value to being in small groups with people that you respect. So I think um, I, I think that will last.
0: I agree. I mean, look, I have access to that most people don't. And I can ask you advice here and there for a trade. But like most people like, what was that? That was wild. You're having a crazy Friday for sure. That was crazy. Kelly didn't see that. We have it on record. Uh, but, you know, maybe some people want to have access. Or some people told me that it's been fun to just chat one-on-one with me on there. Because I am active daily. Every morning, every night. I'm very active. Don't get me wrong. Don't sell this because I said that. I'm going to stay active because I want to – rather build a group of people that are fire. Like I read the bios. First of all, a ton of golf players. And people just writing these long-ass bios about themselves. And, like, maybe they'll network cool. one another. There's deal flow going on. So I think it could be a group like that where like deal flow or like brain flow man goes through this. But that's about as much as I can do because I'm a facilitator and I've always been. But I'm not like an alpha fucking dog. that tell you like, yo, trend line this, like resistance at 52 cents from radic, and then you can go up or down from here. Like I don't want to do that. <laughs> so uh, we'll see what happens. But anyways, uh, anyways, anyways, those are my thoughts. That's what's going on. Uh, it's the weekend. What are you guys doing this weekend? What are the big plans for the weekend?
3: Sports gambling on the Rugby World Cup, generational wealth.
0: Rugby World yeah. Cup is true. Who are, who are we picking? I'll pick, give me who you think is winning. I'll bet on them and we'll see Monday if I won. Look at I my friend tech. These bets. Yeah. 88% <laughs> win rate so far. Okay, so send me the bets. Send me the bets. So They're in
3: my friend tech. They're in my friend tech. I also, really? I also, well, really? yeah, but then I post. yeah, they are.
0: All of but, them. You're not you gatekeeping. You're putting
3: even the right. losses. All, all of them are in my friend tech, but. Nobody seems to care, so I'd put them on my Twitter as well.
0: Wait, is that the 15 holder 73? Is this your the friend tag here? With them. Last seen two days ago, motherfucker. What do you mean they're on your friend tag? They are on my friend tag. <laughs> you were last seen two days are.
1: ago. He just wants his key pumped. He just wants his key pumped.
0: It was last seen two dare. days ago. What do you mean? There's That's nothing on the Ah, okay, I see. Listen I'm I, I listen you're under point 1 you're fam I got to buy it uh, you don't Am have I under to Under point 1 you are at point zero 0.03 yeah oh. So oh. I think you know I, I'll I'll take here you go <laughs> It'd proof be quite of funny
3: friend. if they're
0: not in that Dude proof of friend yeah uh, but <laughs> no, now just now have, you have do no do it,
2: choice. it.
0: <laughs> Now you have no choice Now you have your no choice so I would love to see uh oh, okay you do okay, Oh, sorry, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, but you know, send, send some, send some stuff. Yeah, okay. I got go you. I'm not going review- to win rate. 88% win rate. In my friend tech, I'll funnel them in. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm <just> kidding. <laughs> hey, listen, let me know. Let's see what happens. Hope you guys have a fun weekend. Um, I don't know what I'm doing, but probably be around Zurich. So if you see me in Zurich, long hair, that's definitely me. We do have the stubs burn today. So just a quick reminder, our Jedi came on Monday, Awesome interview, great art. So if you go to mint.fair.xyz forward slash stubs, forward slash art Jedi, but it's always uploaded on the rug video channels and whatnot. So make sure with the fake links and whatnot. it's just three stubs, the bird, they can get the incredible piece that um that art jedi made. And go back to if you like the art. Go back and listen to the interview. Uh, it was from Monday. That was a cool week. We have a packed week coming up next week. I'm excited for Wednesday because we have the CEO of Base. I think we have another great artist on Monday. And I'm working on, I think, Luca to bring him on to talk Pudgy because there's some stuff coming up, uh, on, on his end that he's been tweaking, tweeting about a lot. So we got a busy week coming on the show next week. And as usual, this show is powered by Kraken NFT. Go to kraken.com, K-R-A-K-E-N forward slash rugradio, R-U-G-R-A-D-I-O to check it out. So with that... With that, with that. Have a great Friday, boys. Have an incredible Friday. Thank you all for supporting us, for tweeting, sharing the show as usual. Excited for you all to see what's coming next. Seems like the video is going to be big on, on, um, on this platform, so make sure you watch us on video. It's always more fun. We're always sharing everything. And with that, we'll see you all on Monday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode of Gym Web 3 on RUG Radio. Let's go.